Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the Boulevard Bricks Toy Talk. So today is going to be the origin story, how I got into this. So pretty much four years ago, I made a decision to go to the Lego store. I had not been to the Lego store in probably 10 years from that point, probably longer. I decided that I'm going to buy a Lego set. And the justification for doing this was Instagram. I thought to myself, well, I could always take pictures of it because the only reason why I hadn't bought toys and Lego up until that point was because I was like, all right, so I'm gonna get this Lego or this toy and I'm gonna open it up gonna build it if it's Lego, if it's a toy, and pull out of its package, and then what? Now, Lego did have the fact that you could build it and get into it and have that experience of putting something together and that methodical following the instructions and going piece by piece and building something from essentially looks like a pile of rubble. And that satisfaction at the end, but once it was done, what are you gonna do with it? And that was always the question mark. I was always drawn to the aesthetic of toys but I never could justify myself to get one. So fast forward then now to 2014 when I did this. So after 2014, I was kind of in a bit of a funk. I felt low key depressed. Uh, my life felt like it had gone in a weird place. Um, I. I was doing music before and that was where I thought everything was going to happen, was from my music exploits. I had somewhat of a successful run doing a project with uh, an artist. I produced five of his eight tracks on his AP, his EP and it ended up going and charting on Billboard, hitting top six on iTunes. And the feeling was great. I was like, man, this is what I want to do. I want to be making be music like this and making beats for people and connecting. And it really didn't go anywhere from there. And part of it could have been my short-sightedness and the way I was marketing or the way I was going about selling beats and I wasn't maximizing exposure. But part of it also came down to um, when you're with an artist and you're a producer, when you're making beats, you're kind of at the mercy of what they choose to do you don't have the ability to just do something on your own and be like, hey, let's do this, let's put this out. It's, it's on their time, their project, their vision, which is fine, I was always about supporting that. But that led to some things where I started getting frustrated with the whole, the whole process. And that's just the way it is, which is fine. And so due to nothing coming afterwards, other than a few artists that I liked and connected with, but not seeing any real traction or results, uh, I started thinking that this this is not becoming as successful as I thought and my failure is how I viewed it and it kind of just spiraled and the spark that was in me kind of died and this bravado that I had changed and it wasn't there and so I ended up feeling really depressed and lost and when I would sit down to make music like nothing would come out and it was it was so depressing and I think part of me, my psychology took me back to being like, all right, being a kid was awesome. Like when you were younger and you were on break from school or you had the weekends and you just 
played like and not and not just played but the true like meaning of playing like there was no expectations there was just looking for the pure enjoyment and i was like what what caused that and our and lego was something that always was in my mind and i always thought lego sets were cool but like i said i couldn't justify it so now here i am walking into the lego store in oak ridge first of all most amazing experience ever the most friendly people you've ever met, so welcoming. If any of you have been into a Lego store, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, if you're feeling down anytime, literally just go into a Lego store, look at sets, find stuff you like there, whether it's a Star Wars, something with Marvel, DC, just go look at it and watch how the employees interact with you. It's a phenomenal experience. And I started going over, this was at the time when The Hobbit came out and I was, I was super into those movies when they come out. I, visually, I thought they were stunning. So, I thought it was great. Part two of the origin story. So I'm in the Lego store, and I'm drawn to this Hobbit Lego because I was feeling the movies and I like the preview. And the very first set I grab is two, and one of them is Bag End. And I went home and I started building this set, and I'm not even kidding you, the wave of nostalgia was like almost overwhelming. It was like the sickest feeling. Like I felt rejuvenated. It was like the sense of alive, but not because I'm just sitting there building Lego and playing with toys, but this connection happened. I was transported back to being a child and like my very first Lego set, remembering the Aquanauts and all the space, the classic space, classic pirates. And it was the most amazing transportation back in time just through the memory of placing those bricks on top of one another and following those instructions which have always had the same aesthetic to them and that was just a phenomenal feeling and then it started making me think about nostalgia in general like the power of it and the feeling it gives you and that emotional draw you have to things and and just in other ways the way nostalgia does this so that's kind of what got me into it. So so then afterwards, like I said, I was like, I justified my purchase by saying, hey, I can take photos of this. So I had my iPhone and I just started taking pictures with my iPhone. And then from that, taking pictures of the iPhone for the minifigures, I started deciding, hey, um, why not I justify this process even further by deciding to do a shot for shot remake of the Hobbit movie in Lego in a comic book form. And I tell you, that was my first account, and it was called Started from the Shire. And that was a fun thing. And, it, and then I started posting this. People started really connecting with it. And I started being drawn into this community. And I found out on Instagram, there was a huge toy community. And it was super nurturing, super exciting. I absolutely loved getting to interact with people and talk about this passion. And I'm going to be honest, I was actually really nervous and I had this feeling of almost shame that I was doing this, so I didn't share it with anyone. I did it on my own, in secret, didn't tell my best friends, didn't even tell my girlfriend at the time, um, who's now my fiance. didn't say anything to her about it, I just didn't see because I was so afraid of the judgment of people, of me being grown and playing with toys. So I just kind of did it on the low was posting on this account and honestly the experience was amazing like I, I loved it but what happened was is um, I kept going and it was getting so involved and I and I kept spending more money on this and 
and I was just finding it, uh, it was expensive obviously, but the joy like totally outweighed and being in that point in my life where my creative outlet being music was stunted and the inspiration was not coming to me and it felt like a chore and it was just so hard to, to sit down and, and make music again. This was a great outlet to kind of fill in that creative void. So I, w I was loving that and I just started building it up. Um, from there though, I, I ended up making my biggest mistake ever. And that was, I bought a set that wasn't The Hobbit. So I decided to stick with those Hobbit and Lord of the Rings theme because I thought, you know what, that way I can keep the financial side of this in, a, in an area and then I won't have to worry about it. But lo and behold, that didn't happen. I ended up buying, I think, a DC set or a Marvel set and I said to myself, you know what, that's fine, I, I, can, I can stick with these. Um, I'll just, I'll just avoid Star Wars because Star Wars has the most sets, the easiest way to fall in the trap of Lego deciding, oh, this is what you like, we got you. And they do, they do, because they, they make some phenomenal stuff there. So I said I wouldn't do that. And so I started off doing this and I created another account and that was Boulevard Bricks, which is to go on with my brand of Boulevard Blake, which is my music producer name that I've always gone, gone under. And so, now comes the birth of Boulevard Bricks, and I'm shooting no longer in a comic book form. I have the freedom to just express how I'm loving LEGO, the way the format is, and I can create expressions through these lifeless plastic figures. I can move their arms, put them in interesting positions, and capture feeling and emotion just through the way it's positioned and lighting. And I started off very simple, just using plain folded construction paper poster board to create my scene. All right, part three. So I started Boulevard Bricks, and with this came a new way of me photo uh, photographing these minifigures. And I'm still just using my iPhone, natural light, and a folded piece of poster board, usually just a plain white. Uh, made a, no seams, just folded it over something and used the natural light to create my light and shadows. And as I start doing this, what happens is my best friend, the only person I told about this, is following me and starts seeing what I'm doing and he starts telling me that I actually have some skill in my Lego portraiture. And as a result, he basically starts offering me the chance to come with him because he's quite a renowned photographer in Vancouver, where I live, Vancouver, Canada. And in fact, this year he was nominated to be one of the top photographers in the city. So back in 2014, when he was still showcasing his talent on a very high level, he basically gave me a shot and asked me to come be with him and follow him around and start photographing food because that's what he was getting into. And that's where I actually ended up getting my first shot as a client. And now I'm actually doing social media marketing for a lot of people and doing photography for a few small businesses. And it's become my own business and starting to become my stable form of income. And that all came from me taking pictures of Lego, tapping into my nostalgia. It was a truly phenomenal journey to, to get to that point. And it was kind of mind-blowing how you just start doing something because you love it and you have a connection to it and look what happens it leads to something else so this was just the ultimate 
kind of, I don't know, discovery, I guess, because I ended up replacing music with photography at the time. And then it just, one thing led to another and then it became a more viable source of income. And I started realizing that as a photographer, you have the ability to actually go out, seek people out and pitch them and earn a revenue stream right away from your own, I guess, knowledge, skill and bravado in terms of how you're going to sell yourself. And that was became a very valuable thing for me and started exploring my own self as a photographer. And I actually got my most exploration in terms of doing photography through food photography because it's done on a macro level. And I just love the way you can style food and create a great composition with it. And it has great colors, visual, uh, visual properties to it that you're just drawn to and you can share with people. And so it really helped basically develop the toy creative artistry through photography at the same time as just in general providing a new means of exploring and exhibiting creativity and that's something that I love so from that that sense of design kind of came when I was food styling and the way you position things that kind of came to make me realize that how can I do that with the toys because I love this design element like well, what can I do and that's when the first birth of my deconstructed series, which is pretty much what my Instagram account is all about and something I aspire to have printed volumes of moving forward and even art showings and galleries. That's, that's my end game. And that's where I started exploring that. And it was very simple to begin with. And I just did it a few times, but then this year I decided to bring it back out and that's how Boulevard Bricks came to be. So, Thanks everyone for tuning in to this origin stories. Uh, this is part three, the final part of this origin story. I'm going to be trying doing the, these little anchor and podcast uh, audios as, mu as much as I can, but definitely on a weekly basis, doing a different topic and sharing things that I've learned, things that I find interesting, and my general, uh, general knowledge that has come from the exploration of creativity, because that's what it's all about, explore, through creativity and you'll ignite a part of your soul and passion that you may not have known was there. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Have a good one.